My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always... Uh, in honour of your little international trip, Tommy, I will give you a hearty good day, mate, and welcome to Filthy Casuals. Uh, my name's Ben Vanell. Sitting opposite me in this room... Bonjour, it's me, Adam Knox. Oh, I can mm. see it all in front of me. The Ark of Triumph... The, oh, get an eyeful of that tower. <laughs> the rat, atu- ratatouille mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else happens in France? In so, of course, culture? listeners will know. Listeners will know that I am recording this episode from our regular home base of uh, Paris, France. Yes. Uh, whereas Ben and Adam are currently on vacation down under in Australia. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm refusing to yeah, let French like? culture die, so I'm saying bonjour a lot <laughs> down here. I've already assimilated. Good day, mates. I'm Australian. <laughs> uh, je suis crocodile hunter. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite thing about those dinky die Aussies, boys? Oh, their uh, laissez-faire attitude to uh, yeah. <laughs> rules and as regulations. The, as the increasingly politically right-leaning France, I like I like their racism <laughs> down here. <laughs> I'm into it. I like their Grand Prix. I like their croissants yep. and all, all the other Australian things. Um, oh yeah, the the best Australian thing is the Arc of Triumph. Yes, is that what Triumph stands for? It's probably not. I think it for, is. Uh, means in English. <laughs> I think it is. I'm going to look it up. I, um, yeah, I went, I went and saw it yesterday, and believe it or not, I wasn't rushing to grab a local and go, fucking what's this thing's name mean, mate? <laughs> Arc de Triumph, the insult comic dog. Arc de Triumph. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> That's a great oh, building great for dog. me to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Um, I went last night to try and see <laughs> Google Maps. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tommy. Google Maps. Maps. As I'm googling the Arc de Triomphe, it's currently closed. Unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. The Arc de Triomphe <laughs> has shut its big round hole thing. You can't go through. You can't go under the. No, thing. you'll have to go around, mm. <laughs> as always. Mm. Wait, has the Arc de Triomphe been cancelled? Yeah, there's, <laughs> it's been around for a while. Things were different in the 1770s. <laughs> it's early tweets, yeah. Um, I went to try and see Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. uh, for an upcoming episode and just an embarrassing moment of walking into a 
French cinema and going up to the counter and saying to the guy, mate, is this one in English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, have you guys, have you, Knox, have you been to uh, see a movie in a non-English speaking country before? It's a great question. I don't think so. No. I, I have done it, I think, twice in Hong Kong and in Japan. Yeah. And mm. I just hoped. And if it wasn't English, I was going to just have a little nap, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it'd be kind of cool to try and figure out what's happening. You could pretend mm. it was like a really arty version of Detective Pikachu where they're like, Pokemon, <laughs> actually, if they came into the real world, they'd all be French. Yeah, sure. They're, There's that little accent over the E. They might be French. Oh, fuck, that's yeah. true. You could just put earplugs in and pretend it's a, a silent movie and yeah. see if you can right, pick it right. up from just watching. <laughs> you could. Uh, but wait, so well, you I actually think- have seen the movie, Tommy? No, I, I, I was going to because I got here yesterday and I'm a bit sick and uh, it's out here already and I thought, mm. oh, well, this is perfect. I can see it and like, you know, just not do anything to just seeing a movie is perfect. Right. But uh, the all, the session was full that I tried to get into. Oh. Um, and it was, it is in English. Like, I think all the sessions here are in English with um, French subtitles. Right. Which I, I would much prefer it to go the other way. I would, I would way prefer seeing it with seeing who... Is doing the Ryan Reynolds role oh. in, in French? Probably Ryan Reynolds. Still, I, like the way that his sort <laughs> of career direction has gone is that every sort of dumb, silly thing that he can do to market a film, right? He will do yeah. So learning French and being Pikachu in French, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's crazy. great. It's it's great that he's on the talk show circuit for it. You know, like promoting it on Fallon and whatever. Mm. When it's like he probably did like a day's work on it. Right, like realistically, he probably has very little idea what even actually happens in the film. Maybe I don't know. Did he? Uh, he's got sort of the proportions of a mouse. Maybe he did the motion <laughs> capture as <laughs> he well. Did the mocap? I don't. Right. I don't think so. They, make, he, him, they make him dress up for the talk show appearances. They make him cosplay. <laughs> if I was doing, if I was Pikachu and doing like the the press junket for Pikachu, I'd walk onto every talk show pretending. To be using Pokemon Go and pretending to be looking at my phone and going out and be like, oh, you're all here. And I'd do it eight different times mm, on all the different ones. Okay. And I like, don't think you would get uh, booked on the third one after the first two. They've already pre booked <laughs> you, though, because it's with a big studio. They no, don't have a choice. No, they can bump you. No. Letterman bumped lots of people. They ain't bumping. Letterman's not around anymore. All the other ones are. He actually bumped much. a few too many people and got in a bit of trouble for that. That's true. Him and the Arc de Triomphe, yeah. which actually wasn't around in the 17th century. So I looked at it. It was commissioned in 1806. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, re- pretty recent to be a fucking big national monument. Mm. Yeah, like the uh, the Sydney Opera House that was built in you know but zero the, I BC. Ag- I agree that the Sydney Opera House is dumb. Mm. I think it lo- it's just the only thing that looks weird there, and the bridge. Yeah, the weirdest well, the looking Sydney, thing always gets a, a big look in. Well, the Sydney Opera House was based on that Ken Doan painting <laughs> that he did. He just did this painting, and then they were like, "That's actually that would be." Imagine if that was real; that'd be sick. Yeah, he and just freestyled freestyle something from his imagination. Yeah. Right for a minute, I thought you meant Knox Ken- was completely I, baffled yeah. by that. I was enjoying his facial expression. Well, because I was thinking about pure Ken, confusion. I was thinking confusion. about Ken Bone, the guy who was on those from the presidential debates. debates. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is red shirt or whatever with the yeah. big mustache. He also turned out to be. I think cancelled as well. Really? Yeah. He did, yeah. Uh, yeah. They found his old, um, some old profile where he was hitting up a lot of porn stars or something like that. Mm, yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. As long as you're yeah. hitting up with like, hey, love your work, that's fine. 
Uh oh. <laughs> that is fine. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, it I'm sounds like you're pre-defending he... something. No, I just mean I'm assuming that Ken Bone was a little more was a little different to that tune. But yes. I don't know anything about Ken Bone, or even that he wasn't a painter named Ken. What did you call Dome. it? Dome. <laughs> Ken Dome. The Ken Dome. Dome. Ken Dome. Ken Dome. Living in the Ken Dome. Oh mm. God. <laughs> Uh, I do know who Ken Don is. He drew that tea towel. Yes. So, um, Tommy, France, what do you reckon? Um, pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Okay. Pretty good. All right. I've I've fallen in love 18 times already. So that's yes. cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. No, it really is the city of love. Are you one um, of those people who fell in love with the Eiffel Tower? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're together now. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Did you see yeah, that yeah. woman fucking it? Yeah. The objectum sexual or whatever that she's called. <laughs> Fuck, I might go down there today and just see how many people there are just getting their rocks off at the base of it. <laughs> do you reckon how many people More. do you reckon have actually come on the Eiffel Tower? Like not. Oh, great question. Not like fucked on it and not come directly on the tower. Yeah, yeah. How many people have come directly on the tower? Do not pass go. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred. Interesting. But also, how many people, like even just like yeah, in the dunnies at the top of it, have just done a route oh, in the Eiffel Tower? Oh, I mean, that's so many. That's yeah. the ultimate badge of honor, I mm-hmm. reckon. Yeah, in the city of love. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of monuments that you could fuck in or on, <laughs> I reckon that's got to be number one. There is no hornier place in France than the building that that guy who thought he'd invented a wingsuit jumped off of and died. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine fucking on the top of the pyramid, one of the pyramids. That'd be uh, that would be perfect, I reckon. Yeah, right. that'd be pretty cool. Apparently, so the there's a KFC really visible. I've not been to the pyramids. I've seen a lot of photos from that KFC, and you can see like in the sort of sands between the KFC and the pyramids, like a bunch of fucking zinger wrappers and stuff. Yeah. It looks disgusting. So if I could see a KFC <laughs> from where I'm doing it, I'd be able to finish I'd faster. <laughs> certainly. <Yeah. laughs> What if so you just were logistics wise? Mm, how yeah. do you think you're doing this on top of the pyramids? Reverse cowgirl, and then the, she's using you like a sled and going down. <laughs> so the you side start at the top. <laughs> you, I was going to say, uh, are you using the point of the pyramid? Mm. Is that kind of you've got that kind of wedged in your butt? So that's kind of keeping you. Oh, oh like a threesome with the pyramid. There. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're getting yeah. the ultimate pegging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, is it, is it legal for me to be talking like this in this country about rooting in the Eiffel Tower? Mm, I think they encourage it. Yeah, if we were in Egypt, right. it might be a little more dangerous to say I want the Sphinx to eat me out. But <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he doesn't even have a nose. He can get right in there. Yeah, that's why he doesn't have a nose yeah. anymore. <laughs> Too much eating. <laughs> it's, the, it's the equivalent of getting your rib removed so you can suck your own dick. <laughs> getting... Getting your nose removed so you can growl out better. <laughs> um, um, yeah, cool. But I, I uh, so I was in London last week and yes. I went to um, a. Uh, there was a little pop up shop on for the Detective Pikachu movie, mm-hmm. um, which I went into. I read the press release for it and it promised all sorts of uh, all sorts of movie themed treats and delights. Because if um, you're doing a Pokemon themed little exhibit or exhibition or, you know, pop up shop, you've got so much to work with. Mm. You can do a million yes. different things if you've got the Pokemon license. Totally. You, you can you can let your imagination run wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I went down there, uh, full of full of beans, mm-hmm. you know, ready to have a ready to have a great afternoon. Well that's all they Got serve there. for food in London. It's beans. <laughs> it's beans everywhere. <laughs> Got there and I uh, it, it 
the day that I went down there, it wasn't open to the public. It was a media-only launch. I forgot this aspect. But <laughs> I, I managed to talk my way in by saying that I was a very prominent figure in the Australian media mm. who co-hosts a very successful podcast. And uh, You said you were yeah, Hamish. Really, <laughs> <laughs> really managed to pull the wool over the eyes of that um, uh, UK Warner Brothers representative who mm-hmm. had to make about half an hour's worth of phone calls to see if I would be able to be allowed in. Really? Wow, I didn't um, know that aspect of it either. Yeah, he had to go and check with a bunch of different supervisors. And I, th- I think oh. by the end of it, it was just the fact that I hadn't given up and left. <laughs> like the fact that I hadn't taken the hint, they were just like, all right, come in. <laughs> That's great. Right. Um, I thought it was that, but just like over about a minute and a half. Yeah. Of him being no, like, it took oh, ages. okay, I guess I don't know how to check if this is true. Come in. Because do you it have took a, ages. do any of us have a little verified tick? That's apparently what how people get into stuff. They get their phone out. Oh wow! At like restaurants and shit. I think this is gross. Yeah. Some people who yeah, have right. that, they'll show their verified tick, and then they'll be like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" and like give them a free meal and all oh. that sort of stuff. Oh really? No, yeah. I don't have it. I've tried. I've tried to get it a few times, but um, I'd love I've to, tried get, to it. get it because. There was someone doing a. Actually, no, I don't want to say that story because that'll just that'll that'll encourage people to do the same thing. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, Tell us all right. <laughs> Copycat blue tickers. Mm. We don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've never managed to get it. But yeah, it was funny then seeing the clipboard of like the list of all the other people that were coming in, and it's just like, just just Instagram influencers and stuff, yeah. people from like YouTube channels and shit that you've never heard of. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, cool. I'm not in there rubbing shoulders with fucking, you know, Graham Norton and stuff. Like, yeah. yes, uh, yes, of course I should be let in. I mean, um, yeah, the saying, you know the saying, um, you're not in traffic, you are the traffic? Mm-hmm. If you're talking about nutty Instagram influencers and people who host podcasts even YouTube channels you've never heard of, Tommy, I'm sorry to let you know this, but you are the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's my point. It's like... Yeah, why shouldn't I? Why sh- I want to be the traffic. I'm yeah. fine with being the it's traffic. It's a freeway. But I was, yeah, I was, I was on the side of the freeway looking at all the other traffic, mm. going, "Well, I'm basically a car. Why aren't <laughs> I in there with them?" <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how was it? It was. Look, it was fine. I was glad that I that it actually did end up playing out that way mm. because if I had gone and like lined up for a while to get in, I would have found it a bit disappointing. Right. Um, because you read the press release and it's like there was a whole bit that said, oh, on the ground floor we'll, we've made it like a replica of the city from the film. And it just absolutely was not that at all. Mm. It was just a just a barren basement with a sign on the wall. Like, um, But, yeah, just a lot of, um, just a lot of photo ops um, and a little karaoke booth where you could do karaoke with a little jigglypuff on mm-hmm. the screen. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's um, pretty cool. They had – for some reason, a nail salon set up there, which I think was, I don't know, themed around a, a character. I, I don't know what the link. I couldn't work out what the link was, but there were I, people getting yeah. their nails painted. Can't think of any particularly naily Pokemon mm. right now. I can mm. think of some I'd like to nail. Which one? Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Great. We're um, not ready to move on yet. <laughs> 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 they were doing, uh, the next day when it was open to public, they were doing... Um, they were going to do mime lessons. <laughs> oh, like nice. A guy pretending to be Mr. Mime doing mime lessons, which that would have been pretty great to go mm-hmm. down and see that. Um, but no, it was pretty fun. Everyone there was uh, seemed very confused by what I was doing in there, given that I was dressed essentially in a tracksuit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, what's uh, everyone else fucking wearing to the Pikachu exhibition? Yeah, it's got to be know, weirder than dressed up a little bit. Dressed up like nice enough for photo ops and stuff. That's really all it was. It was just a, a room full of all these different backdrops that you could get photos with, which right. I did definitely partake in. Oh, I've and never I got been... a little bubble tea with Pikachu on the on the bottle. That's yeah. pretty cool. I've never been in a room with like more than I want it, maybe two Instagram people. And, oh. that, and when there were two, I remember that and I was like, there are two people who are like Instagram people here. Where was that? Can weird. you say? No, I can't. I'll oh. tell you afterwards. Okay. But... Um, uh, we were committing a murder. <laughs> sure. But uh, the I, I imagine being in a room with around 20 Instagram people, or 10 or more, mm. you would feel really out of place anyway. Well, it's if there's 10, yes. there's another 10 people there taking their photos. Right, Which exactly. would be fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. That would be so weird. I don't like being around attractive people, especially ones who are like mm-hmm. deliberately trying to look attractive and know that they're attractive. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, like, you're very standoffish to me right now. So like, get... I'm comfortable <laughs> as hell right here. <laughs> I am letting loose. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't yeah. think I'd like to go to the Victoria's Secret show. Mm. Right. Mm. Mm. Or Fashion like Week. Like, they, they, those people were all, yeah, getting photos with each other and networking and stuff. And then I'm there just filling up my bag with the three the, the free bottles of water that they had on the counter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, any of you cunts seen a diglet? <laughs> What's going on? Um, Let me get a Pika Pika. Pika Pika. That's a, Pika, a dodgy Pikachu. <laughs> I uh, I heard uh, today on the radio someone mispronouncing Pikachu over and over. How Pikachu? Part of, part of an ad, yeah. Pikachu, go and see Detective yeah. Pikachu. Used to hear a lot of Pikachu back in the day. Yeah, a lot of mums, mm. a lot of just normal people now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently the movie's good. Cool. Here. Well, it's out today. Mm. It is out in this country too, but none of us sort of bothered to get press passes to go see it. No, that's true. Uh, I also haven't had time, but I'm going to see it this weekend probably. Yeah, I reckon I'll go see it at some point. I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll yeah, we'll talk about it on the next step, right? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. We'll see it in totally. the week. Because we were, we were talking about should we rush to go and try and see it before we record this app and put it out, and then we figured not much point given that it will have been out for like a few hours. Well, yeah. and we guys a chance to... We've also, like, we're recording this a couple of hours before it goes up mm. and haven't mm. had the time to go and see it. Yeah. So there's no way we yeah. could have. But, yeah, next week we'll probably do, like, a full spoilery kind of talk yeah. about it. So yeah. yeah, I reckon. If you're into that, then or if you don't want to hear us do that or you mind that, maybe try and go see it in the next week, which yeah. I'm assuming you will anyway if you will mind about a spoilery podcast if, about it. And if you're listening to a video games podcast... You're probably seeing it tonight. Maybe. Yeah. Get out yeah. there. Go go and support the detective. <laughs> one for the one. That's what we got to see. I still remember that fucking... Do you remember Justice League? How they were trying to get people to go see it six times so it wouldn't ba- tank at the box office. Oh, God. They called it oh God. six for the six. So you got to see it once for Superman, once for Cyborg, oh once for God. Wonder Woman, once for Batman, once for Flash? Uh, Aquaman, and once for The Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Um, speaking of video game movies, uh, <laughs> some of you may have heard this already, but we, on our uh, bonus Patreon episode uh, for this week, for last week, mm-hmm. we uh, did a blow-by-blow blow of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer that came out. So, yeah, just a reminder, if you enjoy the show and you want to support it, you can chip in on Patreon and get a bonus episode of this every week where we do, we tend to talk more about movies and other pop culture stuff, but that trailer 
had dropped after we recorded the last main episode of this and we wanted to get a reaction up as mm. quickly as we could. So we mm. figured the Patreon was the best place for it. But yeah, if you chip in, uh, you can listen to that right now. Uh, it's a 40-minute yes, long talk yeah, about exactly. a two-and-a-half-minute yeah. long trailer. <laughs> it's 15 yeah. times as long as the trailer. It's beautiful stuff. And uh, yeah, they've announced that they're going to re they're going to uh, redo the design of Sonic based on the negative response to the mm. trailer. Weirdest thing about that. So yeah, the trailer. I think our general impressions is that I think we were all a bit more positive than maybe everyone else. <laughs> I, I certainly am looking forward to seeing the movie. Yeah, and I think it'd be a fun watch. I don't think it'd be genuinely great in no. the way that apparently Pikachu is, but man, I'm yeah. I'm excited to see it. Looks like a solid six out of ten one of those type of movies. It looks all right. Yeah, have a few beers, go see it with friends. I reckon it'll be a fun evening. And the design of Sonic didn't bother me that much. It looked like a movie version where it's like, ah, uh, they kind of tried to change him and make him look like he fit in the real world. Mm. I can see why they thought that would be the good decision to make him look yeah, a little so bit more human. Yeah. Not to spoil it for anyone who hasn't listened yet, but that's that was my biggest takeaway from that episode is that you're into it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> yeah. you're genuinely I'm, – I'm looking forward to it purely because of this podcast. I think it'll make for a great episode. It'll be a fun time to watch it and shit on it with friends. You're genuinely excited about this movie. Adam. I don't – I. Th- my only problem is that the joke seemed that sort of lame kind of joke that that type of movie has, or it's yeah. just like a bit of the. We were saying the Austin Powers like zip it, that, that's yeah. what Jim Carrey's yeah, doing. Yeah. It so eh, the but what it seems fun. I don't know. I don't get why everyone is quite so mad about it. Like Sonic does have teeth and it looks a bit weird. Yeah. I, I think that that's a really good point, Tommy. Without this podcast, I don't think I would be even thinking about this movie. Like, I, yeah. I can't imagine not having, like, the Facebook group and the podcast to talk about it. Like, me just going like, all right, I'm going to see Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm going to get some popcorn right. and sit down and just take this movie in and not tweet about it. Or, like, you know, I, I just... It looks uh, just too shitty for that. Sure. Whereas I did watch the movies that it reminded me of, like the Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Yeah. I watched those just mm-hmm. for fun. Um... This looks like a real Netflix. Yeah. Hey, why not? I got a couple yeah, of hours yeah. here. Yeah. And it looks fun. And I hated the design of Sonic when it was all the silhouettes and like mm. the kind of teasery bits of it. But seeing him in motion, uh, I don't know, didn't bother me that much. Mm. The guy, I, I, I like the guy. <laughs> what guy? I Sonic? bonded with him. Sonic, that guy. <laughs> okay. He seems like a good guy to me. <laughs> all right. It is, it is funny the extent to which, just because of doing this pod, this movie has kind of taken over our lives. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I did my solo show in London uh, on Monday night, and thank you to everyone uh, of the filth who came out to see that. But then just after the show, spending hours talking about the Sonic movie trailer, <laughs> like uh, after the day before that, recording 40 minutes talking about the trailer with you two, and then in the Facebook group, Ben, you had to post a thing going, I think we're all right for Sonic memes for the moment. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just a fucking barrage of us being sent stuff about Sonic yeah. and talking to people about Sonic in the real world. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, I agree with both of you that, like, had this podcast not existed, I wouldn't have the energy or the inspiration from this trailer to talk about it in either way. Yeah, yeah. That's the th- It just yeah. seems like nothing. But the fact that, so yeah, like you said, Tommy, the director mm. tweeted, like, hey, don't worry, we're, we've We've heard the feedback. We're going to fix the way Sonic looks. Mm. Got to work fast. He did as a hashtag or something like that, yeah. which is like, oh, okay. So you're going to make him stay back on the weekends <laughs> yeah. and shit. Cool. Yeah. My he, brother. I also noticed 
He only had like 1,500 followers on Twitter. Oh, really? The director, yeah. Huh. Fucking loser. <laughs> he wasn't allowed into the Detective Pikachu launch either. No. So, mm. my brother is deep into the conspiracy theory yeah. that- Is this the one we've floated before? Yeah. That the earth is flat. Yep. And that- uh, <laughs> Fully on board. The edges of it are ice walls to mm-hmm. hold in the water. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of evidence there. I mean, stuff freezes in space, so the edges would be cold and icy. Exactly. Yeah. Of course they would. Yep. The North Pole, North, is in the middle because there's a slight dip, maybe they believe. <laughs> right. And that's where Santa <laughs> lives, in the middle. And that makes sense because he can then reach, he goes back and forth yep. with the presents to everyone's houses in the world. Does like a spiderweb mm. sort of mm. uh, formation. That's right. No, the, the, they deliberately made Sonic look bad to get a whole bunch of press and people talking about it before they brought out the actual version where he looks normal. Yeah. I think that that is complete nonsense. However, we do know that Netflix as a company purposefully puts together thing packages and screenshots and things from their movies to go viral. So yeah. it's not out of the question. Yeah. People want memes and shit to happen. I mm-hmm. don't think anyone ever wants for them to be negative in this way. Well, Netflix, yeah, Netflix has a meme department. Yeah. 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 Well, the reason that that guy um, that I fully intended to go in there to suck his dick is big was mm. because of them. Yes, from the fire the festival Firefest, documentary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I so your 100% brother, so your agree. brother is convinced that it's a cons- that it's that it was deliberately his main point. That is that we've got to get him on the show at some point. He loves video I, games. Yeah. I was about to say I love it when we get a bit of Adam's brother corner. Yeah. He's been he's been featuring a bit lately and he I've been to it. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, actually dedicated to playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. had more time available. Yes. To anyway, the um the, Ben, have you ever met him? I have not. No, I've not met any of yeah, Knox's family. Either. I'd love to. They're, yeah, me either. Although I kind of I kind of don't want to because it means <laughs> I get to sort of Picture him visually however I want. Yeah. You know, like in in <laughs> cartoons when they introduce a character's brother and it's just basically the same design but with like very slightly different hair. Yes. yes. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> My brother looks a fair bit like me. Yeah? Just like a really? colour palette swap? Of course he fucking does. He like... <laughs> Yeah, my brother, who was born around the time the mailman was coming around to the house a lot, mm-hmm. well, which always happened, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. but you know what I mean. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm picturing him like uh, like it's you you and him, I'm picturing like Sideshow Bob and Sideshow Bob's brother. Mel. Mm. Sideshow Mel. No. No, no, no. Sideshow, Sideshow Cecil. Yes. Uh, it was yeah. Sideshow Cecil. Mel was the one who took over from Bob. Yes. Just Damn. the other Sideshow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and fucking Niles does the voice of him. Yeah. 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 Fucking yeah. I mean, Niles. you could have, you could have gone with Frasier and Niles, Niles as a comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, Niles was telling me the other day, I'm yes. the Frasier, because uh, I'm slightly fatter, <laughs> that um, the, the, the main parts of the conspiracy theory are that a studio couldn't fix it in that amount of time that they have left until November. Which is what we have said. It's, it, they're going to be yeah. fucking yeah, fucked. For sure, but I reckon they can do it. Because when trailers, when trailers <laughs> come out, the CGI is never finished. They do the CGI <laughs> right up until the last minute of the film. Right. And when a trailer comes out, it's usually... Earlier than that even. CGI gets changed and fixed all the time after trailers come sure. out. Sure. Is what that's based sure. on. Sure. Um, and, and it's just switching out the model for another thing. I would assume, This is me making an assumption. Right. But it would be switching out the model would be the primary thing and mm. then re-rendering it. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. I don't know. I, I don't work in CGI. Uh, yeah. If someone does, email us. Let yeah. us know if you think that it's possible. Filthycasuals.pod at gmail.com. And, and how much time is there? It's like seven months, November. eight months? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. But also, yeah, just it, like, I don't know. It's such a negative uh, spin <laughs> that's hmm. been happening for this movie that I don't Im- imagine is- any marketing team A would be in their right minds to want that or B be capable of m- manufacturing that. Right. It's too good of an uh, idea if it is-, is their idea. Do you know what I mean? I don't trust marketing. Yeah. People. Yeah. But the confident. problem is, is that the the model, the idea that just changing the model a bit and like giving him not human teeth is going to fix the film and then people will love it is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to, but they're not also yeah, exactly. they're also not changing it to be genuinely better. They're changing it to fit in with what fans, quote unquote, yeah. have complained mm. about. So it's not an artistic yeah. choice, it's a consumer response thing. Totally. Which yeah. is very cynical and sh- and shitty. Totally. And I think mm. that it's way more likely that someone wouldn't have thought they'd think Sonic looked this bad mm. than knowing they'd think he'd look fucked. Because I think that this is a crazy huge response and a little over the top. I, d- I think it's completely over the top, yeah. And so being able yeah. to predict that that level of, I want to say, childishness would happen yeah, about yeah. it. Not childishness, but like... Um, I don't that It's just... It is childish. It's a it's a pretty intense reaction, and I think people yeah. are trying to be funny with it. Is the other thing I think mm. people do think it's funny to say Sonic looks bad, yeah. which I have done for yeah. many years. But now that the Sonic is here, mm-hmm. I accept him <laughs> and, and I welcome him into guy. my arms. <laughs> yeah, I, that guy's good. He's a nice guy. He's a fun guy. He's mm-hmm. a good guy. I trust him. Okay, he's helping me move. I would but not be I surprised at all if someone in five years' time goes, yeah, it was a marketing ploy. We thought of it. Uh, we spent, you know, like 24 hours locked in a room thinking how to make money on the Sonic movie and get the pr- like get press at all, and this is what we came up with. Yeah. Like, the, the saying there's no such thing as bad publicity is a real saying. Right. You cannot dispute that it's not a real saying. I, I cannot. It is a real saying, yes. but I think that it's... Okay, that, that's all. <laughs> oh, my case closed. <laughs> well, a stitch in time saves nine is Guilty. a real saying, <laughs> but maybe the thing won't need nine stitches later. Mm. So put the put the sewing needle down, Grandma, mm-hmm. who's sewing up my pants. Oh, right. Because <laughs> I split them bending over in front of her saying, watch me touch my toes. <laughs> and I couldn't touch my toes and my pants split. Okay. I guess like... The whole like redesigning it. The other side of it is like it's it's kind of fine and who cares because it's not like this is one person's labor of love and a real you know artistic decision. It's all been designed by committee to begin with anyway. Right? Yeah. So so then who cares? It's not like it's one one person's pure artistic vision being crushed by the response from the public and, you know, it's like a bit devastating for them to have to kowtow to that. It's like, right. well, yeah, this is all just being done by a committee of, prop, you know, dozens if not hundreds of people in the first place. So, yeah, so yeah who cares if they go back to the drawing board and tinker with it? Because it's totally. like, well, there's no, there's no pure passion behind this anyway. Which is why I think it's more likely that Sonic just looked a bit weird at first because nobody cared about how Sonic looked. Right. Yeah. But even Sonic. Remember when John the- Goodman played Fred Flintstone? Mm-hmm. And he looked exactly yeah. like him. He did look a bit like him, but then remember everything else in that movie. Yeah, uh, Betty. Yeah. Barney Rubble, I think, wasn't blonde. The maybe? dinosaurs. Like, people have never cared about whether or not the movie version looks like the original version of a thing. Mm. 
Right. Not since 1991 or whatever that was. <laughs> that was my favourite movie as a little kid. I fucking loved that movie. Uh, they made two. Hey, I don't think I've ever mm. seen the second one. No, Viva Rock Vegas. That's the one. I will never forget the title. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, what else? You guys have been playing a bit of games this week, hey? Hell yes. Yeah. Um, so, I started... Playing well, I'll, I'll say firstly, I have a blister here mm. on my thumb. Yeah, got a blister on my thumb. We got to install microwave ovens. I can't sing much more of that song. Um, <laughs> well, that's because Europe. <laughs> so, there is an actual literal blister <laughs> on my left thumb, yeah, from playing uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. I've also played Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so I've played Mortal Kombat 9 and 10 Mm. because Mortal Kombat 11 has a story mode that follows on from them Yes, and I didn't want to start playing that before I'd done the other ones. Interesting. So I've played two Mortal Kombat games, (laughs) neither of them being the recent release. So I'll I'll tell you something for nothing. Yeah. If you start playing Mortal Kombat 11 without having played the previous games, the story makes no sense. That was my fear. (laughs) It makes absolutely no sense. I had a quick look on the wikis and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's fucking crazy. So It's really obtuse stuff. Lots of dimensions and shit. And references to previous games that also had dimensions and shit. Yeah. So, all right, let's help each other out here. So Mortal Kombat 11 is Mm -hmm. the recent one. Um, these uh, fighting games by the same people who do the Injustice ones. Yeah, Nether, Nether Realms. Realms. And obviously Mortal Kombat came before the Injustice ones, but we've, I think, got more experience with the Injustice ones yeah. than these. So it was cool going back to these, especially Mortal Kombat 9, which was just called Mortal Kombat because it was like a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, and and going through specifically the story modes in these are really, really fun all the time. Yeah. Um, they're like crazy over-the-top cinematic stories that find ridiculous reasons for you to have constant fights. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them are literally two characters who are friends getting into an argument yes, and then yeah. having a fight because of it. Totally. A lot of that in the Injustice games. Yeah. Um, a lot of people getting overpowered or taken over by someone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, a little mind meld thing. Or like prove yourself to me. Let's yes. fight. Yep. All that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And then at the bottom, they're just really good-looking and well-playing fighting games. Mm. Um, and Mortal Kombat 11, I assume, will be no different, but let's get to it in a minute because mm-hmm. 9 and 10, both very much that. Yep. And the stories absolutely do make sense in a crazy, ridiculous, comic booky way. Okay. If you've played from the start of 9. Yeah, right. <laughs> because 9 was like a soft reboot of the whole thing and um, fo- like retells the story of the first three, which came out in like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So it's like these intergalactic fighting tournaments that exist so that the Elder Gods can decide whether or not to let another realm take over another realm. Right. So like Earth Realm can defend itself mm-hmm. against these other ones by having their strongest fighter fight someone else in Mortal Kombat. Right, 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 right. And then... Like a trial by combat almost sort of thing. A tournament that's set up to, yeah, exactly, determine the fate based on that. They can do it once every 500 years because in the first one, this guy Shao Kahn mm-hmm. wanted to do it, wanted to invade, could never win. Oh, I had to win 10 in a row, actually. Right. Something like that. And this was the 10th one that was in Mortal Kombat 1. So then you do that, you win, 
And then the second one, you like go to their room and have another tournament because he's like, I've made another deal with the gods and they've given me another chance. Right. And then in the third one, they just fucking invade anyway. Mm-hmm. And you beat Shao Kahn. Sorry, it's spoilers for a, the ga- that game if you want. <laughs> you beat the bad guy. Guess what? You beat the <laughs> fucking bad guy after you've genuinely worked up a blister on your thumb. Yeah. Fucking hard as shit. Jesus. Which is part of why. And then 10 goes forward 20 years has this whole other story with this other guy who was mm-hmm. like one of the elder gods back in the day but was in prison and wants to get back out because he fought against Shinnok. That's Shinnok. Yeah. And then Eleven is Avengers style combining everything beforehand, zipping through time and everything beforehand yes. is my impression yep. and doesn't do a great job of explaining the previous events then to you, it sounds like. So it doesn't explain the previous events at all from what I can tell. Right. It, it opens with, I think, Shinnok getting like, tortured by some other person and they're like we're here to fuck things up oh Ra- i think raiden raiden is there yeah and then raiden yes. being the god of thunder, thunder? and yeah. like the protector of the earth realm yeah guy with the white hat yeah he's there like dealing with shinnok and then some time people come in and they're like hey we're gonna fuck with the time and i think that we're on the side of the bad guys right and you play as cassie cage for the first chapter, yeah, um, who's Johnny, Johnny Cage's, Cage's daughter, daughter and Sonya Blade? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're Who, so fucking funny. All the names and stuff. So there are very few characters in this game that I recognise. Right, I, I played li- like the original one and two. Yeah, um, and so I know like Sub Zero, Scorpion, Johnny Cage, yeah, Luke, Luke Kang, Luke Kang, Kung Lao, Kung Lao. He's got the spiky hat, like odd job. Yes. Um, Goro Yep Big arms from the Four arms Yeah Not big Well they are big <laughs> They are big Yeah Four of them um, So like yeah You start off and it's like Cassie Cage Who I guess I've Yeah vaguely It's like okay That's their daughter Yep And some other girl And some monsters Is and that Jackie Raiden. Was the other girl Jackie What's his name Jax whatever She's the daughter of a guy Who had his arms ripped off And replaced with Bionic arms <laughs> Called no, Jax, who maybe. I think was in maybe three or so. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking like. It's really weird. And that, yeah. this is before the time stuff. Yeah. So this is just like, oh, we're trying to do some stuff. And then all the times converge into one. Right. And you're um, Kotal Khan or Kotal something. Kotal Khan. So he's the leader of Outworld. Right. But he's disputed because that's the world that Shao Khan used to. And so Khan means king, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so Shao Khan used to rule Outworld and mm. was very warlike. Kotal Khan more measured. Yeah. But there were rebels, including Melina, who was yes. Shao Khan's daughter, mm-hmm. but only through cloning. And then what? she has a weird reptile mouth as well. His real daughter wasn't actually his daughter. Mm. So she's a clone of a daughter who wasn't his biological daughter, but then is mixed with the DNA of a group of people there who Baraka is one of Oh he's got the faces. crazy teeth Yeah Yeah <laughs> It's it's And all this shit happens In that first one Right So if you haven't really seen that Or like gone deep In reading a wiki It's probably I like that it's not Explaining itself maybe If it's, you've got the context This is Infinity War Or Endgame Without having seen Any of the other Marvel movies Exactly Yeah It's still fun though That's the thing I am gradually piecing together What is actually going on Yeah But like you said About the other games That these guys have developed It's mainly just A really good looking And tight And fun to play fighter Yeah And it remains that Cool To the point of like Me having to go Fuck I really have to go to bed It's too late I've just done one more fight One more fight About ten times Because it's so fun to play Yeah It's really really good That's sick It's it's good to hear that it's kept it up Because yeah Nine and ten I loved I wished I really thought I'd have time To get to eleven by this podcast yeah. 
didn't, but I'm glad that I didn't start with 11. Yes. There, because so if you haven't played any Mortal Kombat games like I hadn't, Mm -hmm. I loved the Injustice ones, but hadn't really gone into Mortal Kombat. Mm. From what it sounds like you're saying and from my experience of playing 9 and 10 Mm -hmm. literally this week and enjoying them, maybe track them down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can get 9 on the PS4 or anything or on the Xbox One. Right. It's on the PC, but uh, I think that might have only been on the PS3 and 360. Mm -hmm. No re-releases, but I've had so much fun with them that they were worth getting anyway. And I'm really excited to play 11. So I want to ask you a couple of things about 11. Yes. Let me grill you. My name's Larry King. (laughs) And I'm going to ask you a couple questions Mm -hmm. about your new movie. I've seen Mortal Kombat 11. I played Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anything. Where'd the idea from this movie come from? Well, (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just... No, you're in in a movie that's called... Yeah. I've played Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, okay. And you directed that movie. Well, uh, Larry, thanks for asking me. It's actually ah. quite an interesting uh, question. You see, uh, the idea came from me having played uh, a recent video game called ah. Mortal Kombat 11. Uh-huh. Yeah, I um, played it over the past few days and really enjoyed it to the point where I've decided to write, direct and star in a movie and produce and create that movie within three days. Uh-huh. Wow, you made an entire movie in quicker than Adam could actually play those three games yeah. to review them. That's, yep. That's <laughs> impressive. We'll be right back after this. Hey, uh, Tommy, are you still there, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, um, <clears throat> I realised there's a kettle in my room, so I just made a coffee while you guys were talking. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, if, people could hear, if people could hear a strange noise in the background, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also did a huge fart in the middle of when we were talking. (laughs) Yes. Could have been one or the other. I played my trombone for a bit. (laughs) So the big thing with Eleven, um, yeah, those guys make great fighting games. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, definitely play 9 and 10 if you can. And obviously you'll be playing this if you have already. Yeah. But if you're an Injustice fan who probably got into those through, like, in the comics. Yeah. Play this game. It's very similar in all the positive ways. I wonder if just a YouTube video of 9 and 10 would do you as well. Yeah. I think it probably would, yeah. but you should probably seek down the games if you can. But So, yeah, I was going to say they make really good fighting games, and I don't think I've seen anyone dispute that this is another good one. Mm-hmm. It looks great again, all that sort of stuff. The way that all the unlockables work has bothered people. Right. Have you fucked around with the crypt very much? I have not had any time to do that. I've right. just been playing the story and cool. been seeing in the bottom left of unlocking things apparently. Right. So I haven't got into that. I loved all that stuff in, in the unjust Injustice games. Yeah. thought it was done very well and it was cool unlocking all that shit, the costumes and, you know, little weapons and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but no, I haven't checked yeah, that's is th- bad yet. Is there anything in this that is like um, that sort of, not endless, but like, what was that mode called in Injustice 2 where you could go through all the different planets and fight? Uh, the, the tower multiverse. it is in the 11, right? In Mortal Kombat 11, is, have you fucked with the tower? I guess you've just said you've been fucking with the story. Yeah, there's cool. something. There's a bunch of modes. I just have only played the story. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> there's a bunch of modes. <laughs> yeah. Um, genuinely, 9 and 10, yeah, the story mode alone was worth it. Mm. Same with the Injustice games for me. I really do think they're yeah. like just such a fucking cut above every other fighting game Yes, uh, with that stuff. So like, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. Injustice 2, still a cut above every fighting game I've played, including Mortal Kombat 11. Right, right, right. It, I started playing the story and thinking with every line of dialogue and every cutscene, this is fucking lame. This is stupid. This sucks. Why is this so dumb? I... 
none of I don't know the characters, but I also am not interested in knowing them. They're yeah. kind of weirdly generic. A lot of the ones that are newer, right? But I got three or four hours in. And now I'm loving it. It's yeah. the, the, the worst shitty movie that I'm loving to watch. And it's very self-aware, I think. Mm. It knows how dumb it is. It knows how over the top it is. I mean, every uh, word in the menu starts with K. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it fully knows that. It still is not as good as Injustice 2 when you compare those, sort of the direction of the cutscenes even, the transitions right. into the fights, the actual story... Um, it's just not up to the same level, sure. but it looks incredible and it's fun to be Scorpion and say, get over here and do some fun, weird moves. Totally. <laughs> uh, you know what's been fun yeah. as well? Cause yeah, with, oh, sorry, Tommy, do you want to? Oh, I, do, I just, that's kind of having not played it. Like I do feel that way about it, Ben, that like mm. I've, I've, the reviews all seem really positive and I'm like, yeah, this looks great. I'd really like to, I'd really like to go in, but then I kind of think, oh, I still have never gotten around to Injustice 2 and right. maybe I'm just better off just doing that instead because that, the Mortal Kombat, like looking at it from the outside, the the kind of the aesthetic of the Mortal Kombat world doesn't appeal to me as much as, mm-hmm. yeah, getting to play as like Batman and stuff in the in Injustice. I mean, if that's your so, uh, instinct, I'd say go with it because, yeah, yeah. I, the... It's really fluid and fun to play. Like, it's a really good fighting game and it looks beautiful. Yeah. But it's only making me go, oh, I'm going to want to play Injustice 2, the one with the characters that I'm interested in. And that's not a, yeah. a, a critique or a, a mm. criticism of this game. This is a good game. And if you've always loved Mortal Kombat, you'll love this game. Yeah. It's just my personal preference. Because that's the thing. Having gone through 9, I I got attached to those characters. Right. In a, like, oh, I didn't realise this is who that was. Like... A lot of those different palette swaps of the ninjas and whatever, mm. you know, Sub Zero and Scorpion all look yep. similar, and they're so they explain all of that. Kind of knowing what the fuck noob cybot means, right, has made me go, oh shit, Mortal Kombat's better than I gave it credit for. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Tobias Boone, yeah, is what noob cybot means. Well, uh, Ed Boone is uh, th- one of the guys, and then right. I think some, like David Tobias or something was yeah. another guy I made them. It was the two combinations. Yes. But also as a character, it is the old Sub-Zero, who was the first Sub-Zero, oh. gets killed and then brought back by Quan Chi. Right. So uh, obviously, <laughs> like, it's fucking annoying <laughs> that in the last week I've found another thing to be nerdy about. <laughs> but, uh, but this one's cool because they cut people's heads off. Hell yeah. Mm. And they wear too little if they're women sometimes yeah. in the first one as well. Mm. Or in nine, um, the uh, not that you can wear too little as a woman, but if a man draws a woman wearing too little, then brother, that's horny. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I want to come on that Eiffel Tower, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, the with your instinct, Tommy, that you're not interested, definitely the Injustice games I think are easier to get into because they're the DC characters that a lot of people already have some level of knowledge about. Mm-hmm. But yep. also, Mortal Kombat Nine, the 2012 one is maybe also the entry point if you're like that. Yeah, right. Because I had the same sort of misgivings, had the same experience of going into the Injustice games first and then Nine did a great job of setting it up. Hmm. So the fact that they haven't really made it as clear as they could have that this is a trilogy. Yeah. These ones are like, if there was some video version of Nine and Ten with Mm -hmm. Eleven or something like that or even just Nine. Right. And Because you can still buy Ten on the current consoles. Yeah. That might have been something that they could have done to kind of get you a little bit more up to speed. I think because we're just we're so far away from the f- actual first game coming out. Yeah, and it's not as sort of um, pervasive uh, cultural presence as anything else that's been going that long. Fuck no. Calling this Mortal no. Kombat Eleven is kind of 
confusing, I yeah. reckon. It's it's really going to hold some people at arm's length. Well, and that's why they went well, with I, just yeah. Mortal Kombat and then Mortal Kombat X instead of 10. And then now going back to 11. Uh, but it also kind of looks like 2 in yeah, Roman numerals. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's the, a little confusing. It, it, and in that time as well, those first three or four were the one story. Mm. And then like five, six, seven did another or something. Right. Then eight was against DC characters. <laughs> right. So it was kind of like infamous and Mortal Kombat at once. Mm. And now this is a new thing. So, yeah, it, it's, it is a confusing lineage there. Mm. I mean, I kind of had no interest in it. Like, it hadn't been on my radar at all, like, for that reason of going, oh, well, it's the 11th one, and I've never really been into them, so Mm. I guess, you know, this is not for me. And then, yeah, the reviews come out, and all the reviews are really positive, and it sounds like the fighting is really fun and fluid, which made me go, oh, okay, I guess I'll I'll give this a go, because it sounds like it just is a really fun game. Mm. Um, And I did, I have been trying to find it uh, on the Switch for the last week, but I didn't see any game stores in the UK and then I found it here uh, and it's the equivalent of like $120. So I was just like, uh, that's, yeah. that, I don't know if I'm just in an expensive shop or, or if games are just really expensive over here. But um, I hear it runs really well and fluid on the Switch, but obviously with massive graphical downgrades. And now that mm. it's been so hard for me to find on that, I think I'll just wait and then either get it on the PS4 or just go into Injustice 2 when I get home. I think I've missed the boat yeah. for now on it. On it's the Switch probably worth it mm. because they're... It, it, that team makes games look really good. Yeah, it does. It, it looks really, yeah. really nice. I mostly just wanted to get it on the Switch because of being away and being and like actually being able to play it and talk about it on this app, um, you know, with you guys and compare it. But um, yeah, didn't stop me from not it. doing it. <laughs> 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 if <laughs> on our review of Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, <laughs> this week, I got up to the bit where Chewie's introduced. Okay, in Episode Three. I watched the whole thing and I loved it. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I I think that's my main takeaway. Is I was sort of um, skeptical skeptical about this game to the point of like an hour into playing it. Right. And now right. I want to go home and play it all yeah. night. <laughs> it's Man, really, really fun. Their, their fucking fighting games they make are so such the right middle ground for me between mm. accessible and deep. Yep. The li- a, a literal blister on my thumb. Yeah. Can you attest to that, Ben? Yes, it's so real. You can see a visible blister. It's really there. Because it was the PS3 that did it. I went Ye- back to the PS3 yeah. controller and that yeah. fucking ah. bit the shit out of me. But... I've never the, gotten the a blister fighting, on my thumb from a game before. Yeah, yeah, neither. The fighting <laughs> mechanics is it the uh, is it the the old like kind of combo input style kind of thing? Yes, mm-hmm. but in a way that I find to be a little more um, straightforward than a lot of other games with that sort of stuff. There's honestly less moves uh, right. I've, I've, that I've seen. I've gone through the move lists for the characters as I'm going through the story mode and. Yeah. It's a lot of back forward circle, back forward square. Yeah. Um, there's grapples, but they're L1. There's some, you know, parries and blocking and stuff. Once your meter get up, gets up high enough, you've got like a super move and stuff. And so that's the difference with 11 versus the previous it, two is that yes. you had one meter in those two, which you could do both defensive and offensive moves with. Mm-hmm. But this, it splits them. Uh, I have only so far found the fatal move... Right. Which is when your health gets down to a certain point, you do a special move. Right. Um, it doesn't seem to have the same mechanic as the Injustice games. Yeah. It certainly doesn't have that mechanic. So it has... I was looking at this before just from a review because this is different from uh, the previous two games. There's mm. those fatal moves, which are like the the kind of 
Are they the, the, the bigger ones or the medium ones? They're the, they're the bigger ones. Right. Yeah, they're the full-on, you know, several like stages X-ray of animation. sort of thing and yeah. it'll show their bones breaking, whatever. Yes. Then you've got another one that's a step down from that that seems really cool that one wasn't in the previous ones. The Do you remember, what was the name of that fucking game that was like Advance Wars, Tommy, on the Switch? Do you know what I'm talking about with the medieval Advance Wars? Oh, uh, um... War, war Groove? War Groove. So you remember in that game how like your units would be more powerful if you fulfilled a certain uh, requirement to them? So if you had a spearman standing next to another spearman, both spearmen would be double the power. Right. I didn't um, play it, but yes, I remember. <laughs> oh, I thought you played that. Was that you who played that? Bit? No. Who the fuck was I talking to that about then? This podcast? You're talking about yourself. You played it. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, but... Someone else did at some point in time. <laughs> well, anyway, okay then. Well, so in that you had that. So in Mortal Kombat 11, you can do, and it sounds as though it's a little more difficult. Mm. Every character will have a thing where if you meet it, like, so if you do a certain type of punch, then if you do that again, then it will be more powerful. Okay. Or like uh, you, your next attack after a throw will be more powerful right. for a different character or whatever, things mm-hmm. like that. So it kind of encourages a certain play style, but then it's more risky to do that probably, but you get more power. So Right. And then, yeah, you got that offensive meter and then a separate defensive one that gets taken down if you do like a breaker combo or whatever. Right. So I don't know. It seems, it seems cool. There's as- also fatalities in it, which I have also not done yet. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's a key, that's a staple of Mortal Kombat. Such a because they serve literally no purpose. Yes. I believe the fatalities. It's just to back mm. in the arcade days. It was if you knew the secret code, you could do it and show off. Yes. But uh, yeah, they're still around and they're they're choreographed and uh, kind of gross, mm. but sometimes pretty funny. Yeah. In the other two, at least. the game as a whole is still pretty gross. I don't know if it's the same with nine and ten. Yeah. But it still has that sort of gory shock. Thing to it, even yeah. in the cutscenes, a lot of people get their heads ripped off and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of ripping out livers and stuff. Yeah, which feels a little out of place for 2019 and for me as a gamer. I, I don't think that I need it. It's a, it's it's of that world and it's mm. silly and self aware and tongue in cheek enough that it doesn't bother me at all. It's like South Park or something where it's just yeah. like I guess Kenny yeah. died pretty violently, but who gives a shit? I don't think it bothers me. Yeah, um, I think I could. Do without it and the game would be as good. It sounds as though Injustice 2 is the game for you. <laughs> it seems like it. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like I it. I would love an Injustice 3 after this again. Mm. Just if they keep going on this yeah. rotating cycle, yep. I'm going to come on the Eiffel Tower. Best <laughs> story in a DC property since The Dark Knight. Yeah, probably. Injustice 1 and 2, both great games. Get mm. them as well if you can. Yeah. I do really like that they've kept up the gore, it, like that being its lineage where it, it was trying yeah. to, you know, differentiate itself and really stand out back when that could be really shocking. And it's not, it's not, that sort of stuff isn't shocking anymore, but I do think that's cool to just go, no, this is the heritage of this series. So even though it doesn't, it doesn't make it land on anyone's radar necessarily because it's in it, like we're just going to adhere to that and just keep, keep amping that up. Like mm, I yeah. kind of think that's a pretty nice thing to keep going with. Yeah, yeah, and it's not it's not done in like I said in an offensive or tasteless way. It's just like if I was fifteen, I probably would love it. <laughs> if it didn't have the history to it, it would seem like a weird decision, mm. probably as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But um, like the fact that this was the game that people were talking about in Congress in nineteen ninety four or whatever. Yeah, mm. is is pretty crazy to yep. think about. Um, yeah, cool. I'm looking forward to actually playing eleven. I might. I, I said this last week. I'm pretty sure, but I want to get into the crypt stuff as well and see if it's as bad as people are saying. Yeah, right. But um, people hate it. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to getting home and getting Injustice 2. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's still a really good game. I think it was my fifth yeah. best game of that year, but I should have put it as near Automata. That's right. Yeah, you fucked up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I recommend Mortal Kombat 11. It's a good game. If if you like fighters, it's definitely one worth trying. Mm. Um, 7.5 out of 10. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think that's us done uh, for another week. Um, oh, a couple of people asked me about this, and I do have an update on me saying I was going to buy something for Adam for his wall. Oh. Uh, I, th- I think I think I found something actually good. <laughs> oh, um, cool! I'm not going to punk you. I'm actually going to want to get you something nice that you'll that will that you'll enjoy. I'd love to get a present from my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to spend money on something for you and then go around to your house in three months' time and see that you still haven't bothered to put it up. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to roll something up and put it next to my fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we're both about to be very happy (laughs) Very Um, good. All right, guys, that is us done for another week. We will be back uh, next week with presumably some Detective Pikachu Mm -hmm. reviews. Yeah, we'll definitely have seen that. I'll make a point of seeing that one. Is there a game coming out? I don't believe so for a little bit, possibly. Rage 2 is the next when's, one that's in my yeah, head. Yeah, when's that out? Like, uh, oh, that might be fucking soon, actually. Yeah, right. I don't know. I saw a, I saw an ad for it in the tube the other day, and it just said May, which is an incredibly <laughs> unhelpful ad, but anyway. Rage 2. <laughs> that is a reference to an Australian uh, television show. Oh, that's next week. That's yeah. the 14th. Yep. Okay. So cool. we can do oh, Rage really? and... Uh, and Pikachu. Might need some more time to honk on Rage. But um, uh, Detective Pikachu definitely yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, cool. Well, get on the Patreon, guys. Uh, if get you on it. To support the show <laughs> and get a bonus episode every week. Filthycasuals.com.au is where you can find all of the links to our social media and stuff, including oh. our Let's Play videos that we've recently completed doing A Way Out. Mm. They came out really great. Lots of great feedback on them. So, yeah, if you've got a few spare hours or you're looking for some more content, go check them out because they're, uh, they're great. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, no video up this week just because with Tommy being away yeah. and stuff, it's been a little difficult, but we'll get our next thing going soon. Yep. Yep. And uh, check out... If you're a Game of Thrones fan, check out uh, the boys, mm. Ben and Adam, two doing left. their Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. Arya talking to me. Yeah, only two left. It's going good. Uh, interesting responses to it's, both of our recent episodes. <laughs> it's been an interesting season to finish on. Like, mm. There's been definitely a lot to talk about. The past two episodes have had... And it's more like we had some overwhelmingly negative responses to our review of episode three Mm. but the fans of this show are split down the middle in opposite ways on the past two episodes it's really weird totally and weirdly the people who didn't like three were a lot meaner to us on the internet Mm. (laughs) than Mm. the people who didn't like four Mm. strange Wait, so you mean they didn't like... Oh, uh, people what? complain if you complain. And we were complaining about people complaining about us complaining. Yeah. So we're going to create an endless feedback loop <laughs> at some point here. <laughs> nice. I get that it's the nice. internet and people are always going to be shitty. But hey, you know what? Don't make it personal mm-hmm. if we're going to be shitty. Yeah. You know? Don't you make it about Sonic's teeth. Like- <laughs> Sonic can't control what his teeth look like. Mm. 
people didn't like the episode that you did or yes. they didn't like yes. the episode of Game of Thrones and they disagreed with your takes on it. The first other one, way around. First one, they didn't like the episode that we did and they liked the Game of Thrones one. Because we didn't like the episode. But anyway, if you want to know more, <laughs> go over to that podcast <laughs> instead of asking a direct question about it, specifically when I said, let's stop talking about it, Tom. Yeah. Also, overwhelmingly positive uh, responses <laughs> to the show. Fun to talk about Game of Thrones with all of the people who listen to it. Um, yeah, it's it's a really fun time. Have a, yeah. have a listen. We've got two more episodes left. Great. And I'm doing a Spooky um, as well. That's the other comedy podcast. I two do. episodes left of that as well. I heard that Pete and Luca don't want to do it with you anymore. <laughs> 200,000 to go. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for listening. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Get out of here. <laughs> My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.